0: In today's show, the Bitcoin price dives 3% in minutes as a deep correction grips the crypto market. And breaking news just in, Russia is creating a special organization to mine Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, as well as Hong Kong court recognizes Bitcoin and crypto as property. Let's go. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing the Bitcoin mining boom is quietly going parabolic that's right. The Bitcoin difficulty and hash rate stops at nothing in their quest to surge to new levels never seen before. We'll also be discussing Australia installing more Bitcoin ATMs than the entire Asia combined. We'll also be discussing nearly $60 billion yanked out of the three US banks amid the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and other lenders. I'll be breaking down this report as well as Gary Gensler refuses to answer if ETH is a security in the SEC hearing and quoting Max Kaiser, ETH is a security. Bitcoin is a commodity. I've said this since ETH was first launched when BB pitched me on the idea. I said to him, that's a security and eventually the SEC will catch up to you. Also in today's show, Rich Dad Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki expects the Bitcoin price to keep rising and says, I'm betting on it. In fact, he talks about purchasing 60 Bitcoin when the Bitcoin price was at 6000 per coin and talks about Bitcoin heading on up to $500,000 per BTC. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's cryptonewsalerts.net. Welcome, everyone, just tuning in. This is podcast episode number 1256. I'm your host, JV. Today is April 19th, 2023. And checking out the Market Watch, you can see the entire crypto market currently correcting and in the red. Bitcoin down 3% for the day, maintaining just above 29300 Ether down 5%, trading back under $2,000. And you can just see there's blood on these crypto streets. And checking out the coin, marketcap.com, we can see the market cap sitting just above $1.2 trillion with about 57 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance at 46.1% with the ether dominance at 19.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Very, very. Minuscule gains. We got synthetics up 3%, chili's up 1%, and injective up 0.08%, because the vast majority of the top 100 cryptos are correcting and in the red, which you can clearly see here, it's a bloodbath. And checking out the crypto greed and fear index, we can see we're currently rated a 63 in greed, yesterday a 58, last week a 65, and last month a 66. And greed. So there you have it. And now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and why we're currently correcting. Here we go. Bitcoin abruptly reversed gains on April 19th as a cascade of long liquidations set the Bitcoin price action plummeting lower, which you can see clearly here in the Bitcoin one-hour candle chart. Now, data from Coin Telegraph Markets Point Trading View followed Bitcoin as it made lows at 29,000 on Bitstamp. The sudden move followed an equally strong rebound above the 30,000 mark the prior day with the Bulls ultimately unable to preserve the higher levels. And as volatility returned, Bitcoin thus fell to its lowest level since April 10th, as the upside saw its latest challenge, quoting crypto analyst Mikal Pop, deep correction on the markets as Bitcoin can't hold at 29.7 to 29.8 and shoots downward through a cascade of liquidations, as outlined here in this chart. And hours prior, monitoring resource material indicators flagged the changing conditions on the Binance order book, arguing that the result could still swing both ways with either the bulls or bears Profiting, quitting them here. Long day, time to get some sleep and recharge for tomorrow, going to leave you with one more fire chart, which shows bids in at twenty eight to twenty nine thousand range, continuing to move up towards the active trading range, watching to see if bids replenish enough to take another shot at thirty one thousand or become and amongst traders some participants such as bullish trader Crypto Calio remained optimistic, quitting him here. Remember dips are gifts. Touche, BTFD, buy that freaking dip. Now, conditions were ugly for those long in Bitcoin with liquidations stacking up rapidly. And at this time, the total crypto liquidations for today stood at around $175 million on platforms monitoring by data resource, Coinglass. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto and took advantage of this dip? Let me know in the comments below. In breaking news, Russia is creating special organizations to mine Bitcoin and crypto, as well as in Hong Kong. Their court is officially recognizing Bitcoin and crypto as property, as Michael Saylor would say, is digital property. Let's get it. And now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss the fundamentals, which are stronger than ever. So we need to ignore the price action and look at the fundamentals, which are more important as the price action tends to follow these fundamentals. Check it out. Here we, here, here we go. Bitcoin may be struggling at 30,000, but under the hood, the all time highs of a different kind keep on coming. Latest data shows Bitcoin network fundamentals, including difficulty and in hash rate will hit new records this week. That's right. Bitcoin's 2023 recovery has been about more than just Bitcoin price action with miners seeing a significant turnaround of their own as Bitcoin added 70%. Actually, that was just in quarter one. We're now up over 80% year to date, pressuring mining uh, participants saw some much needed relief after the bear market squeezed profit margins to practically zero. The comeback for miners is evidently in difficult, which, along with other things, reflects competition for the block subsidies. This has made new all time highs for the past two months, and this week will be no exception. According to data from BTC.com, the difficulty will increase by approximately 2.1% on April 20th, which is tomorrow, reaching 48.91 trillion. Send it. The dizzying tally is a full 13 trillion higher than the start of the year alone. Thank you numbers don't lie and additionally the bitcoin network hash rate is also estimated to be higher than ever with raw data from mining pool stats etching a new all-time high of 418 exahashes per second on april 18th let's go and as reported earlier hash rate estimates are far from concrete and could be misleading so keep that in mind what calls now surfacing to reevaluate how it's measured and reported by those seeking to make bullish conclusions about the bitcoin price strength however as the old adage goes the price follows the hash Rate, quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Geiser, and some commentators who continue to watch the metric keenly as it drifts ever higher. A key focus is Russia stepping up mining activity over the past year to reportedly become the world's second largest miner this year in 2023, according to a report in the Russian language news outlet, Kommersant. Now, why this has led to concerns that governments with a majority hash rate share could be uh pressure the miners to censor transactions. Others believe that the real danger is using the hash rate for its intended purpose, earning Bitcoin, quoting Pierre Rothschild, adversary uh, advers- uh sorry, adversaries hypothetically using hash rate to censor Bitcoin transactions is a distraction from adversaries actually using hash rate to earn Bitcoin revenue and a look at the current state of minor balances meanwhile shows that On a rolling 30-day basis, Bitcoin sales are increasing. In fact, on April 18th, miners decreased their Bitcoin holdings by 648 BTC compared with one month ago, according to data from Glassnode. The changes are significant compared with sell-offs that accompanied the FTX implosion in quarter four of last year. So there you have it. Bitcoin miners couldn't be more happy right now, and I think the Bitcoin price action will follow these strong fundamentals, but what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss Bitcoin ATMs, and before we dive in, how many of you have actually ever used a Bitcoin ATM before in your life, or a crypto ATM in general? Let me know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. We do have them popping up left and right here in Puerto Rico as well, but here we go. Check this out. Australia, the country that hosts the third largest network. Network of Bitcoin ATMs surpassed the entire continent of Asia. In terms of the total number of crypto ATMs installed, since the beginning of this year, Australia has been on a crypto ATM installation spree, climbing from fifth to third in January alone, and data from Coin ATM radar confirms that the country has kept up the effort to install avenues for fiat to crypto. Conversions. Let's go. And over the last eight months, Australia consistently added Bitcoin ATMs, unlike leading European nations and the United States, which reported a reduction in ATM installations during that timeline. What's going on, USA? probably Gary Gensler. Now, Asia, which includes major economies such as China, Japan, Singapore, and India, hosts 355 crypto machines, representing 1% of the total crypto ATMs installed around the world. And after months of additions, Australia recorded 364 crypto ATMs. And contradicting Australia's crypto ATM growth, the total crypto ATMs installed worldwide showed a consistent decline. As previously reported, in the first two months of 2023, the net crypto ATMs installed globally reduced by 412 machines and complementing the country's massive increase in crypto ATMs, leaked internal documents from Australia's Department of the Treasury revealed crypto legislation is on the horizon. That's right. The Australian government plans to release consultation papers in the second quarter of this year. The move seems plausible as the Treasury had officially released the token mapping consultation paper, forming a basis of the upcoming crypto regulations. In fact, quoting Australian Treasury here on Crypto Twitter, consultation open. Today, we have released the token mapping consultation paper. This consultation is part of a multi-step reform agenda to develop an appropriate regulatory setting for the crypto sector. So there you have it. And how many of you are currently in Australia? Let me know. However, the financial submissions to the cabinet will reportedly come later in the year, which implies that any decisions on crypto legislation will be pushed to 2024. Keep in mind that the infamous Bitcoin having is set to occur currently in april of uh, 2024 which is right around the corner less than one year let's get it and now let's discuss what's happening with the banks with the mass exodus of fiat capital as over 60 billion has fled the united states major banks that's right. Check this out. Tens of billions of dollars have reportedly left three banks as depositors. Look for better alternatives that can generate higher returns on their savings. According to a Financial Times report, nearly $60 billion worth of deposits have been yanked out of banking giants Charles Schwab, State Street, and MT just in the first quarter of 2023. That's right. This is just getting started. The report says that Charles Schwab took the brunt of the outflows last quarter after depositors withdrew $41 billion from the financial Institute. Institution in a span of just three months. Meanwhile, Custody Bank State Street witnessed a $12 billion exodus its coffers after deposits declined by 5% to 224 billion just in the first quarter. And as for the New York-based M&T Bank, the Financial Times reported that customers pulled out a whopping 4 billion as deposits fell 3% from 163.5 billion in quarter 4 of 2022 to 159 billion in quarter 1. And according to the report, depositors are withdrawing their savings out of low-yielding bank accounts at a rapid rate to take advantage of the high interest rate environment. The Financial Times said that the Federal Reserve's tight monetary policy has driven bank customers to withdraw and put their capital in higher yielding opportunities such as money, markets, uh as well as uh there's different types of accounts or treasury bills now the US average interest rate for savings accounts currently stands at 0.24% annual percentage yield meanwhile short term treasury notes generate yields of more than 5% in line with the federal reserve's for and 3 quarters of a percent the 5% benchmark rate and i want to stop you uh right there and uh share something keep in mind just Bitcoin alone this year is up year to date over 80%. So why are guys so concerned about 5% yields in banks and money market accounts and all this stuff when there are oppressors? Stop supporting your oppressors if you expect change. You know what I mean? Put your money in Bitcoin. Hold on to it for the long haul. Keep stacking them stats, dollar cost average, and 10 years from now, you can thank me, you can thank Satoshi, you can thank Michael Saylor, you can thank Max Kaiser, and all the rest. I just wanted to point that out. I mean, why are you so concerned about one, two, three? It's just pennies and crumbs, in my opinion, when you could be going up on average 200% per year, which I believe is still pretty accurate since the uh, inception of the Genesis block of Bitcoin back in uh, is that January of 2009. Bitcoin is averaging gains of 200% year over year. There isn't a better appreciating asset, and especially being the fastest horse in the race with the least amount of risk. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to point that out. The Financial Times also reports the collapse of SVB and other lenders have supercharged the movement to cash out of the U.S. banks. I don't Don't blame them as United States bank runs are now a common thing. Last month, SBB's parent firm filed for bankruptcy after the bank revealed $1.8 billion in losses, mainly from selling U.S. bonds that lost much of their value due to the Fed's aggressive rate hikes. And the New York-based commercial bank, Signature Bank, also shuttered its doors last month after losing roughly $17.8 billion in deposits. Like, whoa, and more than likely, banks are going to continue to be having these bank runs as people lose more confidence as more certainty arises, it only makes sense. So especially with the collapse of the US dollar, which we're witnessing right now in real time. But with that being shared, now let's discuss what's happening with the SEC. <laughs> and Gary Gensler, how many of you tuned in for that hearing yesterday and watched it, or at least watched some of the viral clips over on crypto Twitter? Let me know in the comments, and I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud at the end of the show. So let's dive into Gary and the SEC hearing, and then we'll discuss Rich Dad's $500,000 price prediction, then we'll dive into to some live Q and A, uh, so here we here we go. Uh, Patrick McHenry, the chair of the U.S. House of Financial Services Committee, jumped right into criticism of the SEC and its leadership over digital assets at an oversight hearing yesterday on an April 18th hearing on oversight of the SEC. Representative McHenry used his opening statement to bring up the commission's punishing of digital asset firms through regulation by enforcement without a clear path. To compliance, the member of Congress reiterated calls for U.S. lawmakers to provide clear rules of the road for crypto through legislation, and in addition, he pressed SEC Chairman Gary Gensler to give a definitive answer on whether Ether is qualified as a security under the SEC's purview or commodity under the CF. TC's. Now McHenry repeatedly talked over Gensler's responses that did not include specifics, citing the SEC's chair's willingness to label Bitcoin a commodity and hinting at private discussions on ETH prior to to the hearing. Yeah, it was very interesting to see Gary Gensler very bluntly asked, is Ethereum a security or a commodity? And he was just given the runaround unwilling to answer anything and provide any clarity whatsoever, uh, quoting him here. Clearly, an asset cannot be both a commodity and a security, said McHenry. I'm asking you sitting in your chair now to make an assessment under the laws as exists. Is Ether a commodity or a security? He added, you have prejudged on this. You have taken 50 enforcement actions. We're finding out as we go, as you file suit, as people get Wells notices on what is the security in your view, in your agency's view. And he makes a great point. He ain't telling no lies. Calling Gensler out, as he should be called out, and provide some answers, at least some clarity, which he refuses to do. Now, Representative Maxine Waters, ranking member of the House committee, did not press Gensler on ETH, but focused her questioning on the SEC's enforcement capabilities. And according to the SEC chair, the commission had the means, the authority, and the will to bring crypto firms into regulatory compliance. Many in and out of the crypto space have criticized the SEC under Gensler for taking enforcement actions against the firm firms involved with digital assets and blockchain technology. On April 17th, the SEC charged crypto asset trading platform Bitrex and its co-founder, William Shahara, for offering unregistered securities and a Wells notice issued to Coinbase in March suggests the major exchange could be next. Gensler claimed that the crypto market was rife with non-compliance in many cases. Firms willingly doing so. His written testimony said compliance with the SEC extended to DeFi platforms, an indication of a commission proposing changing its rules to include DeFi and exchanges under its purview and willing to change the definition of the word exchange to make it under their jurisdiction. Can't make this stuff up. The April 18th hearing was the first time Gensler had directly addressed the House committee since October of 2021. Prior to the collapse of FTX, Celsius, BlockFi, and crypto-friendly banks, including Signature, SVB and Silvergate. The Financial Services Committee will also meet to discuss stablecoin regulation in an April 19th hearing. So mark that date on your calendar because guess what? Isn't that not today, April 19th? And yeah, so it is what it is. And quoting Max Kaiser, ETH is a security. Bitcoin is a commodity. I've said this since ETH was first launched when VB pitched me on the idea. I said to him, that's a security. And eventually, the SEC will catch up to you. So Max Kaiser once again, was right. And what are your thoughts? Do you feel ETH is a security? Or do you think it's likely to get the green light after this uncertainty? is exposed, and they have to eventually identify, is it going to be a security or a uh, a commodity? What are your thoughts? My thoughts, it will more than likely be deemed a security, and I only say that because I believe since they changed their protocol from proof of work to proof of stake, even Gary Gensler has once came out uh, identifying ETH as a security, even though he's uh denies uh this now in his hearing. So it just makes you wonder some, uh, what's really happening and what's really going on. But I'd love to know your thoughts. So let me know in the comments right down below. And now let's dive into Rich Dad's $500,000 Bitcoin price prediction before we dive into some live uh, Q&A. And shout out to Rich Dad. One of my favorite books uh, sold over 32 million copies. How many of you have actually read it? Let me know. Quoting him here. Bitcoin up over 100% in a year. Will Bitcoin keep going up? I am betting on it. That's right. And uh, obviously, the famous author added, why buy more gold, silver, and Bitcoin? Because the Fed, the Treasury, and Biden are liars. Preach. This was not the first time he has expressed his distrust towards the Federal Reserve, the Treasury, and the Biden administration. He warned that the United States economy is heading – for a crash landing. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Rich Dad. On Monday, Kiyosaki advised investors to understand the reasons behind any buy or sell recommendations. He tweeted, Steve Van Mater says, sell gold now. David Hunter says, buy gold now. Who do you believe? Noting that both men are smart, the renowned author stated, all markets are made of buyers and sellers. Your job is to find out logic behind seller and buyer. Opposing logic makes you smarter, which is more valuable than the dollar. And in an episode of The Rich Dad, Radio show, which aired last week, Kiyosaki revealed he had bought 60 Bitcoin at six thousand dollars per coin. Quoting him here, "I owned Bitcoin. I waited for it to get to twenty thousand. It went down to one thousand, three thousand, and I watched and I watched. Now I just got to call him out here. I don't recall Bitcoin ever going down to a thousand after we hit twenty thousand, roughly in late." 2017, we did after the pandemic in March of, uh, was that March of 2020? I recall the 3000 price action. So I just wanted to point that out, but continuing. I wanted to make sure it was going to hang around. So I picked up 60 Bitcoin at $60,000. Not too shabby as his investment is now up approximately 5X. Kiyosaki has been recommending Bitcoin alongside gold and silver for quite some time. In February, he predicted the price would reach a half a million dollars per coin by 2025. Let's go. He also predicted that gold would surge to $5,000 and silver to 500 bucks. He calls Bitcoin people's money. In December of last year, he said people who own gold, silver, and Bitcoin will get richer when the Fed pivots and prints trillions of dollars, which he calls Fake money. And besides the rich dad poor dad author, many others believe that the price of the largest crypto will rise substantially. Venture capitalist Balaji made a bet in March that Bitcoin will be worth more than $1 million in 90 days. And the cutoff date for that 90 day period is June 17th, just FYI. And Batera Capital recently said we're already in the next bull market cycle for the king crypto. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his half a million dollar Bitcoin price prediction. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.